Hey everyone, this is Mark with Speak Brave Podcast. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I have a special guest today. Uh, his name is Ryan Lilly, and he is an author and a speaker. So I would like to introduce him. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me on today. Yes, it's a pleasure. I'd like for you to tell us about who you are, uh, what do you have going on in your world, and just uh, what kind of person you are, and how did you become you? Sure. So, uh, Ryan Lilly, I currently serve as the vice president for the Chamber and Economic Partnership in Ocala. So, if you're familiar with the Chamber of Commerce, we're a business organization that supports the community, but we also help uh, businesses getting started. And that's really my area. That's what I do. Uh, and what I'm passionate about is helping startup businesses. So, we have a facility called a business incubator that brings these young fledgling companies in and helps to grow them into successful companies. And so I've been uh, doing that now for about 10 years in three states, Virginia, Illinois, and now Florida. And what's great is I've had the opportunity to work with uh, just over a 1,000 entrepreneurs at this point um, on every kind of idea you can imagine. Uh, technology is primarily what we're focused on here, but uh, I've helped retail businesses, restaurants, inventors, all kinds of different uh, people. And that's really what I love is the variety. Day to day, I never know what kind of entrepreneur I'm going to be meeting um, or, or what they're going to be telling me. So uh, one of the things I'm passionate about sort of outside of this role that I have with the chamber is spreading this message um, elsewhere, really helping other communities understand the importance of supporting entrepreneurs. So uh, I have, you mentioned, uh, done some speaking and written a book recently about how communities can grow entrepreneurial ecosystems and help the startups and the, and the entrepreneurs who are there. Uh, and that's really what I'm passionate about. Yeah. One of the things I really love and kind of admire, I'm a big fan, I think we share the same, about Tony Robbins, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, some of my early mentors, you know, when I was uh, going back when I was like 15 years old, I started getting into reading and listening to personal development speakers, uh, people like Stephen Covey and Wayne Dyer. But by far, the the person who caught my interest the most was Tony Robbins. And uh, I, I could go, I could talk about Tony Robbins all day, uh, <laughs> way too long for this podcast. But um, I attended my first Tony event in 2015 in New York. And this is an event where if you're not familiar with Tony Robbins, one of the things that he's kind of known for, famous for doing, is a firewalk, where at the end of the first day of the seminar, all the attendees go outside, and it's nighttime, and we literally walk on 2,000-degree Fahrenheit coals, hot coals that have been uh, in a fire all day. And it's, it's a really um, transformative experience. And, and really, it's not about walking on, on coals. It's about realizing that fear, whatever form fear takes in your life, fear of failure, fear of rejection, whatever that is, in, in this case, fear of walking on fire, that that's all in your head, that it's all in your mind. And the minute that you can sort of get out of your mind and into uh, what Tony calls getting into state, getting into your heart, your, um, uh, your soul even, uh, is really – what, what we need to do to overcome those things and to, and to get through them. So, uh, yeah, I, I now have the honor of actually being a volunteer for Tony. And yeah. so I get to travel around to some of his events and help um, on the, the volunteer crew. And uh, I love it. It's a great community of people who are very personal development oriented. And, uh, oh, yeah, I could, I could just go on and on about Tony all day. He's been doing it for almost three decades, right? At least maybe more. 
What do so you think two things come still, to yeah. Yeah, two things come to mind. One is sort of his presence on stage. Um, I mean, he's not someone who just stands in front of an audience and speaks. You know, he's, he has he brings such energy uh, and has people jumping up and down. His, if you've ever been to one of his events, it's a bit like a rock concert. Yeah. And uh, he really has people moving around. So the way that he the, the energy that he brings is one. And then two, I think his content, what he has you know written and spoken about is so unique. Uh, to other personal development authors and speakers out there that uh, I think that's really set him apart. I think it's Tony's heart, right? He really cares, or you know, at least he showed in the past that he just really cares about uh, people and about people who consume what he's teaching and everyone who's open to it. Would you agree with that? Authentic, authenticity and, and genuineness, 100%. I mean, as he's speaking, you can really feel that this is coming from his heart and that it's not something that's prepared. It's it's coming, you know, right from the inside. Um, one thing that I found interesting, what you said about the firewalk and about fear of failure, rejection. So in your, in your daily work, how do you uh, counsel and move the entrepreneurs uh, get them outside of their own way. So one of uh, Tony's quotes is that um, 80% of success in anything, whether it be starting a business or something else, is psychological, and it's in your you know it's in your mind, and that 20% is the mechanics, it's the how to do that thing, and so that's definitely working with entrepreneurs. Something I notice all the time is that, as you said, their own their own worst. Sometimes they are their own worst enemy and they are their greatest barrier to success. And so things like fear of failure, fear of rejection, those are things that we deal with on a, a daily basis here at the incubator and in working with entrepreneurs throughout the community. Um, it's amazing how much of that uh, getting started is just in your head and uh, and personal development. Obviously, it, we incorporate that into a lot of what we do here because starting a business as an entrepreneur, it's as much about the the business as it is about getting yourself um, to where you need to be mentally as well. Right. Um, when you work with entrepreneurs, what kind of experiences from your life help you understand their journey, their experience? Sure. Sure. Well, just to give you my quick uh, backstory here a little bit, um, I went to Virginia Tech. And most people, when they hear that that name of the University of Virginia Tech, they think of the shooting that happened there back in 2007. And uh, I was actually a student at Virginia Tech when that occurred, when that tragedy happened. And uh, I was a freshman. Uh, in fact, next week, we'll make the 12-year uh, anniversary of that, um, that shooting, which happened. Right. And, uh, you know, not, not to go into the whole story of, of that day and everything, but the outcome for me was really thinking, what meaning can I take from this experience? Um, you know, there were so many people that experienced it that day, they each took different meanings from it and uh, applied those to their lives. And for me, the outcome really was that every day is a gift, that we're not here uh, by accident, that, you know, we woke up this morning and we have blood running through our veins and air running through our lungs right now on purpose. We're meant to do something. And uh, one of Tony's uh, mottos is live with passion. And I think that's, you know, kind of an outcome of the fact that every day is a gift, because it's a gift, we have to live with passion. We have to seize every day. And so I actually have that tattooed on my arm, live with passion. And uh, so I graduated from college and um, I had two opportunities in front of me. One was to 
take a job with uh, being a manager at a department store chain. And I had done an internship for them during college. Um, it was a great offer, you know, good, good money and everything. And it was a sure thing. On the other hand, the other doorway that I could go through was working in a business incubator and helping startups. And that's really what, you know, I was sort of passionate about in a way. But it was a little bit less sure of a thing. I didn't have an opportunity in front of me. It was going to have to take going out and finding one. So um, this kind of goes to two ways that you can make decisions in life, either in your head or in your heart. And, uh, you know, it was 2010 when I graduated. So we were still in the, the Great Recession. And uh, I was getting married at the time. And so I had this job offer in front of me with good pay. And then on the other hand, I had this thing that I was passionate about, running an incubator, helping entrepreneurs. And at the time, I made the decision, this was my greatest failure, to work for the department store and to go in their management uh, management program. And I spent about four or five months in that management program. I was good at it. You know, I was running the department store, and soon they were going to open another department store, the same, same chain, but another location nearby. And they were asked me to be the store manager of that. And I got up one morning and uh, sort of looked at myself in the mirror and realized how unfulfilled I was, um, realized that I just lacked any passion for what I was doing. And I remembered that lesson that I had learned shortly after the shooting that had happened, that every day is a gift, that we're here on purpose, and uh, that we have to do something that we're passionate about every day. So I made the hardest decision of my life at that point, and I quit. Uh, that job at the being a manager at that department store, which again, having just been married, having been in the recession, not knowing where I was going to find my next opportunity was the scariest thing I ever had to do. And, uh, but I think when you make decisions like that, that the universe or God or however you view it sort of finds a way uh, to make what's supposed to happen, happen. So I, I quit that job and started looking for incubators and ways to help startups. And sure enough, found a, a job that came open in uh, in Illinois, which at that time was like a, a thousand miles away from where I was in Virginia. And uh, took that position there, started working with entrepreneurs, absolutely loved it. Um, just loved being around the creativity and the energy. And yes, the the scary things like fear of failure, fear of rejection. But most importantly, I realized that the entrepreneurs and what I admired most about them was that they had passion, that these were people who in some cases walked away from traditional jobs or, um, you know, really stepped out on a leap of faith to be true and genuine to themselves and to do something they were passionate about. So, uh, yeah, I was in Illinois for about three years, moved down here to Florida uh, almost six years ago now. And again, I, I just uh, am so pa passionate about doing all of this. And it really came for me after that sort of traumatic experience and realizing that, you know, our time here on, on earth is limited, you know, we're never guaranteed tomorrow. And, uh, it's, for that reason, it's really important that we do something that matters deeply to us. Right. Right. You know, um, I agree. And like I said, I have watched, um, several of your talks and I encourage everyone who is listening right now to <laughs> look up Ryan Lilly's, um, TEDx talk. I saw one from Ignite Tampa and also from, um, Ed talks from, IEDC from 2018. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's one that I, I did most recently was the uh, talk in Atlanta at the International um, Economic Development Conference. And again, the, the message, message there was that, again, as communities, 
we have to help entrepreneurs that it is the, uh, I believe, the most effective form of economic development and trying to grow communities is to help startups and entrepreneurs versus we're focusing only on the large companies and the large employers. Um, what are the things that, what are the headways? What are the things that are coming, you, you believe, in the next five years, 10 years for the entrepreneurs? What kind of obstacles, what kind of problems? And what should we be paying more attention to? And uh, what, what, are, what are your thoughts on this? It's interesting, you know, to watch different industries that are emerging over time, uh, to see changes in technology. Of course, that's happening every day. Uh, one of the things I've developed an interest in lately have been uh, ways that businesses are marketing themselves through uh, digital advertising, through social media. And one of the things that I've heard recently at conferences from different people is that that's about to get even trickier or even harder, so to speak, that Facebook ads, as an example, over the next two to three years, uh, it's going to be harder to receive, to achieve the same results that people are getting now from those. Because as some of the larger companies are getting into uh, social media marketing, they're, you know, they're taking all their money and dumping it into ads that uh, to this point, only small to medium businesses have, have been into. So I think there's going to be a lot of changes in that and, and how people are able to attract attention and traffic to their uh, their sites, uh, and yeah, it's it's, it's constantly changing. So um, one of the things that will benefit probably Facebook stock, right? You know, invest in that. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, that would be a good opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> not making any official investment recommendations, but hey, that no, might we're not. not we're not. This is just a thought. Okay, so if all the all the big companies going to wake up and uh, push out the other players, okay. Um, and then the other the other question I have is like what kind of routines or what kind of um, systems you have made in your life? Sure. So for me, uh, I've always been a, a big fan of goal setting and taking time periodically. You know, at, uh, first of all, each week to look at what my goals are for the week and plan out what I'm going to be my priorities and what I'm going to be doing. I do that every month, and then I do it every year. Of course, when most people do it at New Year's you know, setting the big goals. Uh, I also have developed a morning routine for myself where I wake up and go through uh, meditation. I go through uh, my list of uh, tasks for the day, uh, go through a gratitude journal. So I write down all the things that I'm thankful for in my life right now, all the things that are coming up that I'm excited about. And uh, yeah, just really also get in state. You know, Tony, it's, well, that's a Tony term. Tony Robbins talks about getting in state, but really, you know, bringing energy to your body. And I've got a little uh, rebounder trampoline in my office uh, that I, wow. I jump on that's, and I listen to music. Cool. And I, I probably look completely ridiculous while I'm doing it, but I really get, uh, you know, some motion. Tony talks about motion. Uh, emotion is created by motion. So just getting some movement in my body to start the day early. No, yeah, the other tool I'll mention that I, I just started using recently is uh, a friend recommended it to me called Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. It's a project management software. It's free up to a point, but uh, right now I'm just on the free version. And uh, it allows me to each day map out what my tasks are and drag and drop. And so far that's been working for me uh, pretty easily. So, Yeah, Trello. Okay, yeah, I have seen that before and I, I have seen a lot of people recommend it. Um, Ryan, as we talk um, through this interview, what are the things that are coming up in your life, like in the next five years that you are focused on and would like to experience or uh, build 
in your life, in personal and uh, in your professional career? Sure. So I would uh, certainly am looking forward to building my speaking and writing career. Uh, like you mentioned, I've spoken at a few events just sort of sporadically over the last couple of years, but I'm looking to make that a regular uh, regular sort of thing where I go out and talk to communities about how to help entrepreneurs. Um, would look forward to doing some more writing, potentially another book uh, in the next uh, few years. Uh, in the Tony Robbins community and in personal development, uh, look forward to going to some more of his events. He's got some that I haven't even been to yet. Um, and so I'm looking to maybe develop in a leadership capacity within that community. There's people who are trainers for Tony Robbins and people who are what's called senior leaders. And so those are definitely programs that I kind of see myself moving into. And, uh, and yeah, just, you know, obviously growing my family as well. My, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, uh, I've got a, a amazing wife and a little two-year-old daughter who are really central to all of this. And, uh, obviously, you know, as, as I'm growing these, my career and, and personal development and all these areas, uh, making sure that I, I focus on and, and grow my family as well. That's amazing. Um, I love Tony Robbins. Like I said, I look forward to us connecting in the future events. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, know, it's a big right? community. I see people there who I know from Central Florida, uh, from the Orlando area, and uh, it's it's kind of neat. Uh, in fact, Tony lives here in Florida. Uh, he lives uh, near the West Palm oh. Beach area, so it's kind of cool to that we have that community going on. He's done. There will never be another Tony Robbins, that's for sure. Maybe another, uh, <laughs> it was just uh, Ryan Lilly and Mark Guy, right? You know, you that, make your own domain. <laughs> that's true. And Mark Guy, it will be just as big and as uh, Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 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 a journey and, you know, we learn. And, uh, and I think, uh, I believe in building communities. Uh, you are at the forefront of it. You're building and uh, you're injecting the, uh, one of your talks, you said you're creating the nutrients for the entrepreneurial seeds to grow. I mean, I thought that was... Yeah, it's uh, one of the terms that's been around for a while is economic gardening. So the idea that we're planting seeds, that these entrepreneurs are just starting out. And uh, our, my job is to make sure that the, the soil that they're planted in and that the water that they get every day uh, it make, helps them to grow as healthy and as quickly as possible. One of the things I know we come into the end of the interview uh, one of the things I, um, if you can, what, um, what kind of, um, not necessarily advice, but what, uh, points of wisdom you would share with entrepreneurs who are starting their, their journey or they started maybe a year ago, two years ago, and, you know, there's some obstacles. Sure. What kind of resources would you share or what kind of, uh, experience would, would you, would you, um, would you share now? So in terms of resources, I would say, you know, try to find people like myself in your community. Find it, try to find someone at a business incubator or a startup support organization. Uh, in some cases, maybe a chamber of commerce if they're equipped to do that. Not all of them are. But find someone who can help you navigate those local resources. There's so much talent in terms of mentoring that's out there and um, and all these things that exist that people don't know about. And every day we have people come through the incubator and they say, wow, I had no idea all of this stuff was, it was here. So, uh, you know, try to, you know, do some Googling, some searching, attend networking events. Uh, that's one of the biggest things that we encourage is not to 
be by yourself in your office and, and think that you can do everything yourself, but to really get out there and make some contacts. And then like we started out the interview uh, speaking about it, at the end of the day, it's all, you know, it's all sort of in your mind and uh, you, you've got to make sure that your psychology is in the right place. So uh, kind of ending with another Tony quote, <laughs> you're probably, your listeners are probably getting tired of those by now, but my favorite Tony <laughs> oh, no, quote no. of all, my, my, this is my very favorite thing that, Tony ever said, the most impactful thing that I've ever heard from him is that um, uh, the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of risk or uncertainty you can comfortably handle. That the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of risk or uncertainty that you can comfortably handle. So in order to, to build a successful company or a successful life, you're going to have to take risks. And the, uh, your ability to get comfortable with those risks getting bigger and bigger over time will really determine how successful you end up being. So, um, at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's about taking risks, uh, walking, walking through the fire, so to speak, and, uh, overcoming any of that, uh, fear that might exist in your head. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Um, I think you, you, um, spot on and thank you again. I did not hear this quote about 20 rounds. I actually have, um, series of shows dedicated to Tony Robbins on this podcast. So no, <laughs> we can talk about it for as long as we Wonderful. Um, all right. Well, Ryan, yeah, I, I love it. It's uh, like I said, there's only so much respect that I have for them, for what he's done. Ryan, what is the best way for people to get in contact with you so they can seek you out for additional opportunity? Sure. So my website is ryanlily.com, R-Y-A-N-L-I-L-L-Y dot com and my email is ryan r-y-a-n at ryanlily.com so easy to remember excellent and i'll put that um contact information once the this episode goes live so everyone can reach you to reach out to you and hopefully work with you in the future and create something together thank you so much mark i appreciate it this is a great podcast that you have and i look forward to uh sharing it with all of uh, your listeners Thank you so much. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and like. And I'll see you next time. Don't forget to speak brave.